O God, bless us this day with understanding. As the Holy Scriptures are read and your word proclaimed, open our hearts and our minds to more readily accept you, Lord. May Jesus Christ be for unlocking the mystery of faith and for opening the door to your kingdom. By your Holy Spirit and your Holy Church. And let God's people... Our first reading for today is from Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 12 through 13 and 17 through 21. So now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? Only to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his decrees that I am commanding you today for your own well-being. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who is not partial and takes no bribe, who executes justice for the orphan and the widow, and who loves the strangers, providing them food and clothing. You shall also love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God. Him alone you shall worship. To him you shall hold fast, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise, he is your God, who has done for you these great and awesome things that your own eyes have seen. Second reading is from the Gospel according to John, chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham, and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, yet you look for an opportunity to kill me because there is no place in you for my word. I declare what I have seen in the Father's presence. As for you, you should do what you have heard from the Father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing what Abraham did. So the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So for today, I really started to think about what it means to be called to freedom. That really we are a people who were called to freedom. Freedom in Christ, freedom from sin, freedom from death. And I started thinking about what that means for us as a nation. Because we often think about ourselves as a nation that's free. And we think about it as a wonderful place, and it is. This is a country that I call my home. It's a country that I love. But I was reminded of one of the things that I truly love about this nation. And it's the willingness to look at itself and say, we must make a change if we are to truly represent freedom. When we think about our forefathers and we think about the founding of the nation, they founded it with an idea of freedom. 
yet that idea didn't fully come to fruition with our founding. That built into our founding were people who had no freedom. Slavery still existed when we were founded as a nation. Now, I could say that that makes us a terrible nation. Or I could know that it's because sometimes it's hard to make sudden changes. Sometimes it's hard to push for all the freedom that we think we need. But as a nation, the longer we looked at it, the more we said, this isn't right. Things can't go on the way they are with some free and some not. And we changed. The wonderful thing I love about this country is that we look at ourselves and ask, what more can we do? What more can we do to make sure that others are free? And we don't just look at our own borders, that we look across the world and say, what can we do to help others? And we reach out. And we help. Now, we may not be a perfect nation. And that's okay. It's okay because we're imperfect people running an imperfect... And as soon as you can find me some perfect people, we can put them in charge and maybe they can do it. I have yet to meet a perfect person. What I have found, though, are people who care. People who care and people who love. And people who are concerned. In Deuteronomy, we heard about the kind of nation God wants. A nation that has justice for all people. A nation that doesn't show impartiality to anyone. That welcomes the stranger, that feeds those in need. That remembers that we have all suffered at some point or another. That we remember that the Israelites were once slaves in the land of Egypt. We remember that we have not always done our best, but we always can try to do our best. Because the thing is, is that we are free to keep trying. One of the greatest freedoms we have is to recognize our shortcomings and try to do better. Christ instills in all of us that spirit of hope and that spirit of doing. That just when we think things are as good as they're going to get, we stop and we say, but is there more that we can do? I have yet to find a time when the answer is no. Because the thing is that when we place our fate in God's hands, when we place our fate as a nation in His hands, and we trust in Him, then we trust in Him to be able to right the wrongs and to be able to fix whatever mistakes we have made because He makes us a great people together and makes us a great nation when we stand together to do what is right. Even when it's hard. God didn't call us together so that we would always agree. We won't. We can't. 
Because each of us lives our own life and each of us sees something different. But God does make us free to listen to one another and understand each other and to be able to work together. Because when we work together in the name of truth, the truth will make us free. Free to help one another, free to care about each other, free to reach out to disagree with. But I believe that we can build a great nation together. And I believe that we are greater when we come together and overcome our differences to know we still strive to be good. We still strive to do what is right. We strive to honor justice and freedom and love. To do what is right in God's eyes. To not abandon each other simply because We don't like the way someone else thinks. But to embrace each other in love and unity that we may be bound together to be an even stronger nation. Because God help us, we have had arguments since this nation was founded. We like to think that we came together as a country because everybody agreed that this was exactly what we needed to do and this is exactly the type of government we needed. But they argued. And they fought. And they disagreed. And they compromised and sometimes compromised on things that they never should have compromised on. Over time, things changed. We started as a nation where men made all the choices. Eventually we realized that wasn't such a good plan. And we changed. We changed to be able to give everyone a voice. We were a nation that felt that some didn't deserve freedom. We realized it was wrong and we changed. We thought we could be a nation where we could separate ourselves and we could be separate but equal and we realized it was never going to work because if we were going to be one nation, we needed to be one people. So we changed. Not because it was convenient, but because it was right. Because it made us more free. But I also know that this is a great country that when the challenge arises, we unite together And we fight to make the world free. That time and again, when we have seen injustice across the globe, we have stood up and said, we cannot sit by and wait. God help us. The world must be free. Christ sets us free to be able to do the right thing. And that's not always easy. We have fought multiple wars over trying to make sure that we do the right thing. We have had hard, hard fought battles. We have had difficult elections. We have division. We have had angry fights. There has been violence. There has been bloodshed. 
We have not always treated people the way they need to be treated. I can say that we still don't always treat people the way they need to be treated. But I do not give up on believing that God can guide this nation to be. Because where we started, gotten us today, and I am proud. Being able to make a difference. To do good. To love and to care. To make truth and freedom and justice the centerpiece of who we are as a people. Both as Christians and as Americans. But I also know that as Christians, as Americans, our work is not done. I don't think the work will be done as long as I am standing here speaking and breathing without God come down to say, I am making things new. And so until that day, I remember that God has gotten us this far that God has carried us as a nation to be able to help us to be great, to be merciful, to be caring, to be united, no matter how much division we may see, no matter what arguments may pop up, and no matter how much strife we may have when elections roll around, that we are one nation under God that we are one nation indivisible and that we stand for liberty and justice for all people. As long as there is work to be done, let us proudly proclaim that as Americans and as Christians that we will do the work that needs to be done that all may be free, that all may know the truth, that all may feel safe Insecure. And we show them by caring. By caring what happens to the people we disagree with, by caring for the stranger, by caring for the immigrant, the orphan, and the widow, by caring for the poor, by caring for the prisoner, by caring for our neighbors, no matter who they may be. And that as a nation we care for the world because we care about our neighbors there too. That we are a nation under God and we are a world under God. May America be the vehicle that we may use as a nation to help change the world. To be a better, safer place for all people no matter who they are, no matter where they are from. Because God has given us this freedom that we need not be afraid afraid of caring. Because God will always be there for us. He has seen us through to this very moment, to this very day. That no matter what strife has come, No matter what hardships we have faced, we have overcome and we have done it together. Together. Let us praise God. 
together. Let us honor Christ in all that we are and all that we do. As a people, as a nation. Let us love freedom for all people. Let us love justice for all people. And let us pray. Pray that God will help us to strengthen the world to do good, to resist evil, and to follow in all that Christ has taught us. That truly the law is summed up in one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Your neighbor in this country, your neighbor in this world. Above all, let us be a nation of love. That with open hearts and open arms, we may usher in peace for all people. It is in Christ's name I pray our world. Amen.